Peter and Paul were apostles, they were leaders, they were bishops, and they were also friends. It's an old Michael W. Smith song that we used to sing in youth group all the time years ago. It has the line in, in it, friends are friends forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. It's a great song, it's a great line. Friends are friends forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. Peter and Paul are now friends forever in God's kingdom. Their friendship began here on earth. And as I see it, it had at least four very important qualities, qualities that we should try to cultivate in our friendships in this life. The first one I already mentioned, the friendship of Peter and Paul was centered on Jesus Christ. What united them was a common desire to know and to love and to serve the Lord. That was the glue on their relationship. Ask yourself today, is Christ at the center of my most treasured friendships? Or is something else? Could really be anything. Could be something like drinking. Some teenagers and even some older people have as their best friends those who are willing to drink and party with them. Excessive gambling can be at the center of some friendships. It's even possible for something good to be the glue that unites certain friends. For example, playing golf or some other sport. There are really many possibilities. Number two, the friendship of Peter and Paul was marked by forgiveness. We know that because before his conversion, Paul persecuted every Christian he could get his hands on, and he was an accomplice in the murder of the first Christian martyr, St. Stephen. So I think it's safe to say that he was not Peter's best buddy during that period of time. For that to change, for that situation to change, Peter, with the help of God's grace, had to make the hard decision to forgive Paul, which he obviously did. How willing am I to forgive my friends when they hurt me once or twice is the relationship over? Number three, in their friendship, Peter and Paul were not afraid to challenge one another. They were not afraid to admonish one another when it was necessary. Paul's letter to the Galatians make th makes this quite clear. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 10, we're told that Peter and the other apostles challenged Paul. They challenged Paul to be mindful of the poor when he went forth to preach the gospel. And in that same chapter, Paul mentions the fact that he once challenged Peter, the Pope, to be faithful and consistent in the witness he was giving to the Christians in Antioch. And why did they do this? Why did they challenge one another in these ways? Simply because each wanted the other to be a saint. Do I challenge my friends in a similar way for the very same reason? Or do my friends and I lead each other into sin? That happens a lot nowadays. And finally, number four, Peter and Paul had a friendship that was built on mutual respect. They didn't tear each other down, they built one another up. For example, in his second letter, chapter 3, Peter refers to his friend as our beloved brother Paul, and he extols St. Paul's wisdom. Paul in Galatians 1 mentions Peter as the first apostle he met after his conversion. Then in the following chapter, he notes Peter's approval of his missionary efforts to spread the gospel. Obviously, Paul respected Peter. He respected the position Peter held in the church. Do I respect my friends and build them up? Or do I use them for my own pleasure and tear them down spiritually and morally in the process? A lot of people do that these days. Jesus at the center, a willingness to forgive, a willingness to challenge each other to be saints, 
and mutual respect. Four qualities, I would say, of great friendships. Friendships like Peter and Paul's that have the potential to weather all the storms of life and to last into eternity. And you can't ask for more than that in any relationship. Thank you.